Hi, welcome to UNE Gaming Society Radio on Tune FM. I'm your host, Kate. I'm Joel. I'm Crystal. I'm David. And tonight we're going to be talking about an interesting announcement from Atari. So they're releasing their first gaming console in 25 years. But it's got a very expensive price tag of $849.95. Don't know why they do the five cents thing, but yeah. (laughs) It makes it stand out. Yeah, which is $100 more expensive than the PlayStation 5. They're saying that it's that expensive because it's pretty much just a gaming PC for your living room. But it seems really weird with how it's working. Well, if you want to pre-order it and save five cents, JB Hi-Fi's doing it for 149 flat. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five cents. Woo! We always love saving money. Oh, it, mm. it confuses me because Atari, obviously, it flopped a while ago. That's why it's a 25-year wait for the next console. But, yeah, like, there's been some of the stuff of people wanting to relive their arcade days where I've seen the cheap, the cheap versions that are pretty much, like, pay $79 and you get all the old Atari games on a mm. thing and get a joystick so you can plug it into your TV. I mean, I don't understand but them remaking the console itself, but then trying to say we can also do, you know, have it, as, have it as a PC is weird because it would be yeah. like Nintendo releasing so you, a Switch that did yeah. a PC function. So you've got where it's got, so over the 100 arcade from the original classic Atari titles at launch and then you've also got the Atari... 2,600 games, all with HD upgrades. But then they're also like, oh, independent gaming developers have jumped on board as well with really different games. So you get your joystick controller, normal uh, normal game, modern-style gaming controller, and then you can attach keyboard and mouse because it does allow you to use Steam and that sort of thing. Hmm. But, yeah... Well, it's all quite confusing because we can't even see much about the current storage capacity. Uh, the well, we know the storage is going to be thirty-two gigabytes, which yeah. is the same as a Nintendo Switch, which is it's honestly not very good. Obviously, it can add your SDD for extra storage. Comes with eight gigabytes of upgradable RAM, which isn't that much really, and an AMD Ryzen GPU. However, what's interesting is obviously people will want to know what the GPU is, but that information just hasn't been withheld. It's just, you know, it's an AMD GPU. They don't know much else about it. Yeah. And then it's pretty much like, oh, yeah, you can pre order from EB Games, which apparently you can't find on the actual EB Games website. JB Hi Fi, which we've found the Gamesman, Amazon, and Catch. Then it also says something about an Antstream arcade will also be available on it which apparently is essentially like Netflix, but for games, except it's only currently accessible in Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. So probably not that many games. It seems like an odd thing. I don't know what that is, but a Netflix for games isn't a bad idea. However, having it limited to Melbourne, Sin- Sydney, and Brisbane is just a very yeah. odd choice anyway. I mean, I wouldn't mm. say it's odd because they are major cities, so they would reach a decent amount of people. They but are, but how does it restrict it from, like, you know, Newcastle or something? Because surely it's not that hard to have... But also the fact that it's a... that Atari is enabling so that that's accessible and yet it's only available in that small area. Mm. So maybe they're trialling it? Yeah, don't know, probably. But uh, this Atari VCS console launches on June 10th in Australia and New Zealand. So, like, that's the thing. New Zealand gets it on June 10th as well and can't even have access to that 
capability of it, apparently. And there's $850 that I'm not going to be spending. And for any dummies out there, that's in three days. Mm. Which hasn't been too much actual information on it. I mean, the first I heard of it was looking up news to talk about, so... And that's strange to announce something and then have it releasing in a matter of days. Usually, you'd want to take advantage of... Not even anything really about gameplay. Well, I mean, I guess the shop marketing tactic does kind of work. We cast our minds back very quickly to Series X and PlayStation 5 releases. You look at the two contrasting of that and how the Xbox was... Like, both of them are very hard to get still, but the Xbox was probably hit worse by scalpers Mm -hmm. because it was planned for so long and there was the ability to set up the bots on the day at the release to buy everything. Uh, But the PlayStation was just dropped suddenly and everyone was like, oh, my God, what's just happened? We need to get this. And the bots just weren't ready. So do you reckon that's what they're trying to go for? But then also, what's the target audience for that price tag? Are they trying to yeah. get get older adults who are wanting to relive it's youth be or rich something? Old adults. But surely you can just get a PC. And well, Atari, know, Atari, Atari games, yeah. I think they just want the old controller, you know, where they just. No, but you—that's the thing. <laughs> I've already there's things that for around a hundred dollars that you can get a joystick controller as a old style Atari console with the traditional arcade games. Mm. I've seen those in like Target and stuff beforehand. Or you could just have like a like Nintendo were doing when they were re-releasing the Smash controllers and mm. just, you know, re-release an Atari controller if people but are that interested in even it. Even that, that price, I know there's arcade machines you can buy for that price which allow you to play a broad range of arcade games on exactly. them. Exactly. I tried. If it, you want if you, you want that style. If you're down for a nostalgia trip, there are lots of ways to do that that are a lot cheaper. Mm. Or if you want to go full down that trip, you can, for that price, be getting something like that. Mm. And for that price, you're not really going to compete with the PC gaming. Uh, definitely not. But I think moving on, we should probably look at the more important news than Atari's console that was just suddenly dropped, and that's E3's E3, coming yeah. up. E3! Mm. And there's a lot of, you know, speculation about what's happening. There are people who have very optimistic wishes that will not <laughs> probably happen. And there are people who have more down-to-earth things. There's stuff we know about. There's stuff that's being heavily speculated. Yeah, what is the in- lineup so far that's actually been announced? The confirmed lineups, I think, is just when companies are going to be speaking specifically. So Xbox will have one on the 14th. I think it was about 4 o'clock in the morning our time. Yeah. Good old time zones. I think Battlefield's getting whatever one they're on now is getting another. I don't think Sony's doing anything because they they have a new like sort of their own Nintendo Direct thing where they announce their own games. Well, I mean, Nintendo's rocking up to it still and people are expecting a Switch Pro, whatever that means, I don't know. Uh, Probably just a smaller version of the Switch. Let's just hope it comes with with 32 gigabytes more storage. Yeah. Mm. It's still still terrible And a third controller that won't even fit on it. And the fact that GTA V has been released for the 55th time. Yeah. And then you got Ubisoft's doing stuff as well, specifically. Far Cry 6. Mm. Well, it was already announced, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. already announced. But gameplay was actually released for it recently. Yeah. I didn't get to talk about it last time, but, like, um, some of the gameplay I looked at, um, you get to drive, you get to steal horses, you get to shoot people, you get to stealth. It's almost like Red Dead 2 cross GTA 5. Oh. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, with a bit of Assassin, Assassin's Creed yeah. in it. 
Bethesda's been um, said with Xbox. Yes, because Bethesda so, was recently purchased. Haha, yes. <sighs> <sighs> PlayStation, you Rip. cannot play the new Skyrim games. Well, it's not Skyrim, but Elder Scrolls. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Speaking of Elder Scrolls, that's something that people are looking forward to. Six. And hoping that it's happening. Well, that um, would be nice to hear some more about that. Oh, I what? think they're speculating Hammerfell is going to be a region that's heavily... Uh. Uh, engaged with because that's where the candle was on the map that they were showing of Skyrim. Yeah, I'm pretty the sure yeah. the original trailer had something mentioned about that, but it's been a while who, since I yeah, lost it. Yeah, who know? Then you got um, Warner Brothers Back for Blood is something. Not sure exactly what that is. I think that's going to be our question of the week, though. Just any anticipation, excitement, hopes for E3. Like, well, what, what yeah. do you want to see from E3? Well, if Warner Brothers has a segment, they're probably going to talk about the new Harry Potter game that they postponed from being released this year. A lot of stuff got postponed. Yeah. Mm. Which game is this? The um, Hogwarts uh, history That single-player one. one that's before it's the events of the Harry Potter franchise, but it's oh, set yeah. in the same universe. It's that's a shame. I was hoping it would be a re- remake. Just walk around following Harry Potter, just hitting people have people have had a lot of theories of what years it's exactly going to be because they're like, oh, you might get to interact with a young Dumbledore, and then they're like, there's been a lot of different theories, but it's pretty much a choose your own adventure style Mm. game where there's repercussions of what you choose to do. Plot twist: You are Dumbledore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, because you're a wizard, Harry. Who's Harry? But we are all no. wizards. But it's pretty much a, where they've shown a lot of choice and mm. all that, but it's also got a lot of beauty with it mm. because of the design of it. That sounds but good. It seems like it'd be good, but then they um, it got announced that it was getting delayed because it was going to be fall this year. Mm, yeah, but, but then... It's been delayed, so they might do some announcements for that with Warner Brothers and all that, but who knows. Hmm. I mean, back to E3 in general, Kate, do you have any kind of games that you're hoping to see there? Uh, what was that, sorry? Do you have any games that you're hoping to see being teased up at E3? Well, I'm gen- I'm generally mostly keeping up to speed with Pokemon, and there is potentially going to be some... a trailer for uh, the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Yep. And some leaks have suggested a change in graphics oh, from what we leaks. saw in the original. I, <laughs> in the original I thought one. the graphics. No, I think there was already the kind of the trailer that came out with it that mm. had that kind of almost link style <coughs> of art. Yeah, <laughs> and one of the things that I read earlier suggested that in this new trailer that's <coughs> coming out is a little is a little bit different in some way, or they've improved upon it because. Yeah, either way, I liked how it was in the original trailer, so even if it is different or the same, I'm probably not going to mind. I'm just happy to get to revisit those original locations. Yeah, I'll, I'll happily buy it just to go back to Sinnoh. Absolutely. Pal. <laughs> <No. laughs> just want to hear Snover again. Mm. Okay, will you get you. both Pokemon? Yeah, I mean, I'm getting both. So. <laughs> oh, no. oh, only, only one for me. Because I'm pretty sure Blake will get the other, so. Ah. But you need to go Well, I went p- for Pearl with my original one, so 
Will you go for nostalgia and get it again? Yeah, will I go for nostalgia or will I just say, eh, and go for diamond? I genuinely haven't planned it out. I was a fan of diamond ever since I got it first, so I mean, mm. I've got to stick to my guns and go with Dialga. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh no, David's going Pearl. Yeah, Pearl. Why Pearl? Well, because I do this with, like, the Pokemon games. I just keep switching colours. So this time it's gonna be pearl. So you just That's like, entirely so you go like X moon, then sword, well, no, then I, pearl. Yeah, no, I I went pretty much that. I went Y sun, then ultra moon because I think that was next. Oh yeah. And mm. then like yeah, so I just keep switching. So this time it's gonna be pearl. But personally, I keep getting Dialga in all my games, and I'm kind of over it. I just want Hulkier <laughs> just once. That's fair. You don't want to have just an entire team. Or, or do you? An entire team of Dialga would be pretty funny. <laughs> Dragon! <laughs> My entire team of Trubbish that I have. <laughs> anyway, David, what are you looking forward to for E3? Yeah, that's the that's the thing. There's something I I saw like a while ago, and I'm very interested to see, and that's Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah. It looks so pretty. You get to drive the Batmobile. You get to fight with all the Robins. So much light, but so much dark. It's great. Batman game. It's got to have darkness. Batman. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. Arkham Knight. I don't really know Nothing anything else, else coming no. out. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, a lot of people have been kind of distant almost from it. it. It doesn't help that since I would look it up more if I actually had the latest gen consoles. But you know, Uh-oh. can't yeah. do that. Please to Xbox. Join the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm. Uh, if I'm if honest, can, I really... If you get a Series S, I mean, you know, it is next gen. <laughs> No, no, my next gen's going to be an X. Oh, something I'm reading just now is suggesting that we might get a uh, new trailer for The Witcher Season 2. Oh, that's good. Wait, what's The Witcher 3 already? No, no, the the show. Oh, okay, never mind. It's going to be a new trailer for the show. Never mind. Which I've definitely seen. Coincide <laughs> with yeah. the E3? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it works. I mean, Works, yeah, it's linked any, to gaming. Any Witcher fans, you've got your season two trailer possibly yeah. happening. <laughs> Crystal, any thoughts on E3? Um, not sure, really. I'm obviously not that much with, because I can't afford getting next-gen consoles and all that. But um, obviously, if Warner Brothers does do some more of the Hogwarts gear but um bethesda obviously if they do announce more about the elder scrolls <laughs> we're all hoping for that fingers crossed yeah six. a lot of wishful thinking but speaking yeah. of six gta six is something else everyone wants oh, to yes. see yeah wishful <laughs> never coming out not gonna happen. It, it doesn't it's, exist it will happen it will exist it's just a case of two years time probably because have they announced it? I think, the... I think it's been announced Has and it, we've is, seen a couple of job sort adverts of like that kind of suggest it. Drop hints of it. It's, it's a bit coming. of both. Well, it's going to happen at some point. They're not going to stop at GTA 5. No. The only problem is, is they're more heavily focused on re-releasing GTA 5 for like, I think it is like the eighth time because they did it on 360, one, uh, 360 Xbox One, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PC... And now they want to do it for Series X and Series X and uh, PlayStation, PlayStation 5. 5. So you've got mm-hmm. seven releases of GTA 5. Across I don't know. three generations of consoles. Across console. three generations that's, of consoles. That's really oh, yeah. something. I don't know. If anything, this is probably a sign that they're not going to make a 6 and that they're happy with just improving 5 constantly. I think, like, a lot. reading a lot of theories, it is interesting. I think my favourite one is looking at how they're <laughs> using GTA 5 as almost an experiment in online mode for what works and what doesn't work for GTA 6. Mm-hmm. 
And if I've read that they want like more intelligent AIs that can actually change lanes and interact a bit more. I'm hoping the police are a bit better. I mean, I'll everything. agree with the whole testing thing, well, but no, I think it's more that just get they're going to put us in there. AI. They're going to put us in there, man. The Matrix is going to be GTA 5. I can't wait to get injected in the GTA 6 Matrix. GTA 6 will literally be you just live the life of the protagonist. I wonder like how they'll run it. Alrighty, do we want to go to a music break? I think that music yeah, break. Sure. Yeah. All right, <laughs> sounds good. There stands the glass that will ease all my pain, that will settle my brain. It's my first one to take. There stands the I saw your sister at work, I saw your mama at church, I'm pretty sure I saw your car at the mall. I see your face in the clouds, I smell your perfume and cries, I swear your number's on my phone wants to call.
perfect that we lived Till I cut the strings on your tiny violin oh, My mind's got a mind, my mind of its own right now And it makes me hate me I'll explode like a dynamite if I can't decide, babe
Sometimes when I look at you, I see my wife Then you turn into somebody I don't know And you push me away, push me away, yeah Call me in the morning to apologize Every little light gives me butterflies Something in the way looking through my eyes Don't know if I'm gonna make it out alive Fight so dirty but your love so sweet Talk so pretty but your heart got tea Late night devil put your hands on me And never, 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 ever let go Fight so dirty but your love so sweet Talk so pretty but your heart got tea Late night devil put your hands on me And never, 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 ever let go Blood on my shirt, a rose in my hand You're looking at me like you don't know Welcome back to UNE Gaming Society Radio on Tune FM. Uh, this segment, we're going to be talking about games that we've been playing recently. Yes, I shall discuss this game. It's called Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> You've probably never heard of it, right? It, uses, it involves cards. You summon monsters. You use some spells and you set some traps. And you fight. It's just an anime, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's I'm, a funny way of spelling Pokemon. I am yeah. offended in twelve. Le- <laughs> I'm offended in twelve levels. Anyway, no, 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 no. Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm going to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh for a second. Recently, we had a tournament, a small Yu-Gi-Oh tournament, down in Blackheart. It's a great place. Lots of games. Lots of like paints, uh, dice, many things oh, yes. that you would enjoy. The amount mm. of dice I've bought from Black Art. Oh, I know, right? It's a <laughs> great All little hobby games. shop. Yes. You want to get your fill of any hobbies you have in relation to, you know, magic, D&D. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Just uh, head down there, check them out. There's some Dragon Ball, Warhammer. Yeah, Warhammer. And they a also lot, have um, various board games, board games yeah. that you can play in-store. Hmm. Yeah, you can, you can also book a room to play some D&D or, like, some other things if you want. Oh, nice. The point is, it's great. And there was a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. There were only six of us, but that's fine. Did you win? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I said I would destroy everyone. I came third. So I destroyed some people, and I'll take that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, so the president of this, this here society actually came first. Very proud oh, of wow. him. Good I'm glad him. I look up to him a lot and all that stuff. Yeah, he beat you. Yeah. You're I watched. Weak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not weak. He's just lucky. <laughs> I'll destroy everyone next time. But the point is, it was great fun. Yu-Gi-Oh! Draw some, play, play some cards, man. It's great. Monsters. When we were in there the other week, um, during the, well, yeah, during the lunar eclipse, um, 
me and Chris and Blake were in town and Pat were in town watching it. And uh, we decided that we would wander over and Of have course a look. you ended up at Black Hole. Of course we ended up at can't Black Hole. Can't go to Heart. town without ending up in Black Hole. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> and then yeah. we're all we in town together. Go into town in the evening without ending up Black Yeah. Heart. Pretty much. Oh, by the way, Black Heart is closed on Mondays. Don't go on Mondays. Go on every other day though. Do that. Do, absolutely do that. They mm. have they have some magic nights on Thursday and Saturday. Good times to go. And if you're a high schooler, go on Friday because that's when high school magic is happening. The night, for the newbies. night that we went, they had uh, a painting thing on, yeah, and there were some people some there who paint were painting ones. their Warhammer things, and there was this really cool dragon with like sort of ripped wings, kind of. It was really I'm, cool. I'm tempted to go to those with my D- doing painting D and D minis, but I'm like, I've seen some of the photos of how good people are, and I'm yeah. like. No, don't uh, worry about it. It's all about fun. The people there are very nice. Mm. If anyone is rude, they get a smack and talking to. <laughs> it's a great local business. Oh, Come yeah. It's yeah. really them. good. They let me hold the dragon and look at it. So, yes, they're very chill people. <laughs> yes, it's mm. you, you, you're surrounded by other nerds. Do yeah. it. Buy some dice. It's a nerd merge. Awesome yep. magic cards. Matthew. <laughs> dice. And, and magic, yes. Mm. Uh, but, yes, that's pretty much all I had to talk about. I played some Yu-Gi-Oh! recently. It was pretty good. Uh, brought some childhood memories, well, actually high school memories, because that's what me and my mates did back in high school. We didn't um, really have magic or, like, oh, yeah, Pokemon back then. Oh, yeah, that was my then. high school as well. My age group was Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. And the age group before that was magic. So I found it really weird when I got to uni and it was just all magic. And I was like, okay. Got to love wow. the age group after us just playing Fortnite. <laughs> you just oh, cry yeah. in the corner. <laughs> I think that happened. Like, there was just cycles of which mm. card game was in. So, like, it would cycle between Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic. My high school didn't really have that much of a card game thing going on. I think... In the end, it was mostly just, like, all the nerds sort of collected together in the chess club and we'd just go and play Minecraft Pocket Edition instead of playing <laughs> chess. Oh, yeah, we did that in Year 7 Should as have well. created, like, a redstone chess game. That, that would have been wild, but I think we were mostly just happily running around on multiplayer it's worlds. It's hilarious, isn't nice. it? It's good. Gotta love Minecraft with mates. Mm. From my experience, from what I can tell... Primary school, that's the age of Pokemon. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! is high school, and then apparently college is magic. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting attacked here for still playing Pokemon at the that's age of 19. That's fine. I don't know who's attacking you, but... <laughs> you just said primary school kids play Pokemon. No, no, no. That's just generally when it was, as we were yeah. going through schooling, that's what I mean, it was. Pokemon was big in primary And then school. you also had... Got less and less as we Bakugan. When oh, Bakugan. When Bakugan oh. came in, everyone was like, yes, magnets and throwing mm. things. Bakugan was just mad. Oh like, yeah, yeah, but no, but it rose quickly and died quickly. <laughs> Un- when unfortunately, the Tamagotchi phase kind of happened. Yeah. Oh, we did not have that, but we had a Beyblade phase in uh, high school. You had Beyblade phase? Wow. Yeah, we had Beyblade. It was great. <laughs> I just remember, like, Beyblade, in primary school, Beyblade, like, stuff like rip. go-go crazy bones and stuff like that, <laughs> like little plastic figurine things. They, like, flick oh. into battle or something. Oh, wait, mm. no. Did you guys have Ninjago? Because that was my primary school. Lego, no, Lego did a Ninjago thing. Yeah, it's Lego Ninjago. They were separate before that, weren't they? Uh, yeah, I think so. Nin- Testing your knowledge now. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it was separate. I'm not sure. I just know yeah. about the Lego Ninjago stuff. <laughs> I think they combined Spin. the two. <laughs> when Pokemon Go came out in high school, oh, that, oh, was, that, that, that was so bizarre for me. I deliberately did not See, play it. Okay, I think that's what the thing cool was. Yeah. Primary school was Pokemon card yeah. game. High school, we had Pokemon Go come out. 
like I mean, I've always been a Pokemon nerd. So mm. when Pokemon Go came out, I was so excited. Yeah. I, I, I liked watching all the games try and jump on the bandwagon with that mm. where you had the Jurassic World live alive and then the Hogwarts <laughs> one and now you've got the Witcher one coming think, out of yeah. pretty much of oh, all that version. So many different versions. The problem is is with Pokemon Go, it's kind of if you stop playing it, it became really kind of you missed out on so much content and you just yeah. feel like you're so far behind now. And you need to play with friends to get legendaries, and obviously legendaries are the stuff you want because you don't want to just see another Pidgey when you load up your game. Mm. I'm pretty sure a lot of people gave up, uh, well, at least at my school, gave up on Pokemon Go like after like a few months. I think what happened is they released the game. It was revolutionary. It was excellent. The problem was they had the original 151 Pokemon, and like 60% of the Pokemon you encountered was either a Rattata, a Pidgey, or like a Caterpie. And it's like, well, mm. you have 150, like 130 other Pokemon that I could see, but you're just giving me some rats and pigeons. It's like I live yeah. in the city all over again, you know? <laughs> I see rats and pigeons daily around here. Why do I have to see Same. it on Pokemon Go? Just rubbing it in. Uh, I, in meant, I saw them on height, Pokemon Go. In the height of Pokemon Go popularity, my my school group went on an excursion and oh, while on everyone. the excursion everyone was playing pokemon go there was a poke stop up at the ski place that we went to mm-hmm. so everyone had their phones out getting the yeah. poke stop and on the last day on our way home we stopped somewhere and we got off the bus and there was a dragonite Ooh. And so Everyone's immediately, like 50 kids all like getting their phones out, desperately trying to catch this Dragonite. It was a really wonderful shared experience. Raids it, it before there were raids. I, <laughs> I do remember like the older days of Pokemon Go where like we were catching the school bus home and if someone saw that there was a rare Pokemon that was just, you know, on a side street, people got off the bus like, 15 minute walk before where they lived yeah, just to catch wow. that rare Pokemon. Or where you'd see the um, groups of people walking around, mm. like the round town after school. They went, No, nah, I won't go home. There'll be a group of them just walking around after school, being like, Gotta catch them all. Or I'm just hearing, like, you know, year sevens just at the front of the bus going, There's a Charizard. And everyone's going, Well, I hope this comes up on my screen, otherwise, I am going to cry. <laughs> because like no one had ever really seen a charm a Charizard at that point. It was like very rare. Because when you have your starter, you have to get so many candies to evolve your starter into their full form. Like yeah. it is a long term process. My one only evolved last year, and I've had the game since release day. <laughs> I mean, I've had it since release day, but I went on and off it so much. Yeah, same. I'm not very. I'm not very much. I think it was very much where it was certain times when the hype came out for yeah. certain levels where that everyone like jumped back on it again mm. i think for me the biggest draw in is community day speaking of there was a gibble community day gibble. i think Aww. it was yesterday now cool yeah and yesterday yeah shiny gibbles i got so many that's so yeah cute. we do like shiny gibbles good gotta <laughs> love them shinies however i do miss like when they did the blastoise ones and you could get a shiny blastoise with sunglasses and it was like the most badass oh that's those cool. ones <laughs> Dude, I, I only have Pikachus with, like, little flower things on their I head. have so many Pikachus with hats. I've seen so many of those, though. I'm like... I, I can't I'm bring like, myself to release at, them. I've yeah, looked same, at the others, and I'm you like... You feel guilty. <laughs> also, just quick tangent. Uh, I love how we were talking about Blackheart a few minutes ago, and they recently put... And about eight minutes ago, they also posted a thing about their later v- events for the week. Ugh. Go mm-hmm. on, giving us a rundown. Uh, do I have to? Uh, I well, do you it, just mentioned. You well, just mentioned. Well, you got to do the rundown. All right, all right, all right. So Tuesday, right? We got 
Magic the Gathering Tuesday Night Masters Pioneers. You, you do that. Go do that. Wednesday, we got painting. We got painting, yes. Painting, Models yes. plus skirmish on Hump Day Hill, whatever that is. Uh, that's, that's Warhammer Wednesday. skirmish. Ah, Warhammer, yes. Thursday, we got after-school board games and casual commander. Uh, Friday, we have Dragon Ball Super Tournament. One to five. Yes, one to five. Bring your Dragon Ball cards and show you're the best. More magic. Saturday, more magic. And Sunday, for some reason, Sunday's closed. But all right, Sunday's closed. Uh, that is unfortunate. Well, there we go. If you have any interest in absolutely anything from there, it is well worth going down for the experience. Yeah. Mm. You know, even if you just want to watch a magic, like a magic commander deck game learn happening, to play. learn to play. Even if you're just interested in watching it, it's good fun. Oh, yeah, I enjoy watching There's also many them. board games down there you could be interested in, as well as, like, even the staff there are really friendly. They'll talk to you for ages about anything. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful about that. They'll try and make you buy things. <laughs> <laughs> you know from experience. Yeah. yeah, but the thing about me is, since I've been there enough, I can also make them buy things. <laughs> mm. And there's also memberships. So. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, membership. And they There's also the do gift cards. So if you don't know what Magic the Gathering cards to buy for your MTG-loving friend, you can just get, get them a, a gift, gift card. card. Though the staff will be happy to <coughs> tell you which ones are the ones yeah. to buy as well. And, but you've got with the membership stuff, it's really good because mm. it's a rewards program. Oh. So the more, more you spend, the more discount you the get. The more you get so, back. So if I... Get a membership, then so it's, it's progressively. It's a free rewards program. Oh, okay. So it's just linked to your phone number, mm. and then or your credit card. It's linked to both, but you get notification of <laughs> your phone yeah. number. Membership wasn't the right word. It it really is just a rewards. program. It's a rewards program, program yeah. But it's still great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it's eventually, really good. I yeah, sorry can about get that. discounts on dice out of the dice bowl. Yes. <laughs> the dice bowl by itself is worth the visit. Just to see the <laughs> yeah. amount of it's dice. A oh, yeah. Wonderful dice ball. So many dice. Still waiting Glow for the, in the dark dice. Still Wait, waiting ooh. for like, the day they just do a competition if whoever rolls the, the highest number of dice from that bowl just wins a prize. <laughs> it's like seeing all they 300 just, they win dice the bowl. just go across the floor. Now they're gonna make, they're going to do the jar thing where you have to guess how many things are in the jar. Yes. That would be fun to do with dice, though it would you would have to pay a decent amount to make a guess because dice are more expensive than jelly beans. Yeah. I think they did that in our, was it first year? They did a yeah, store and they did guess day. the dice in the jar. Oh, cool. And I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. As much then. as I wanted like 300 dice, I actually, yes. I want to see whoever won that. It would be really interesting to just see their massive, like either dice they're still collection. in the jar because they haven't taken it out or just to see it like spread out and just see it. Mm. No. Yeah, but anyway, back to Pokemon Go. What were we talking about? <laughs> That's the like sheer amount of hat-wearing Pikachus that I have that I cannot bring yeah. myself to release even though they are taking up so much space in my inventory. The storage is bad. We've already talked about how stupid the the uh, in-game purchasing costs are. Oh, mm. yeah, I remember that day. That was funny. Yes. And they still haven't fixed it. So, you know, Nintendo or Niantic do not listen to this show and still think that buying 100 Pokecoins for 99 cents... Or 550 Pokecoins for $7.99, you know. Mm. I honestly want to see someone buy $160 worth of Pokecoins in the $1 transaction just because they earn more money. they got to make things cheap, that. man. 
it is cheaper to buy the hundred Poke Coins a uh, hundred and sixty times. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Yeah, the microtransactions. It's made so it's it's to trick you. No, you no, think you no. think normally because normally it's you buy a larger package, you get it cheaper. That is quite sneaky because I've seen every microtransaction I've ever seen. It's been more beneficial to buy more. They throw yeah. more rewards at you. Yeah. For Niantic, you are being punished for spending more money on the game. Unless wa- you buy the cheapest one many, many times. They're trying to protect us, but not in a good way. I want to cry. That is so bad. <laughs> that is horrible. That's so wrong. I don't know the head of maths was just, you know, having a sleepy day when he came <laughs> up with that. But I mean, I relate, but... Uh... Wake up, world. You're being fooled. So if you do buy Pokecoins on Pokemon Go, not saying it's a bad thing to do it, just get the hundred coins. Though I will <laughs> proudly say that I haven't spent a cent. Nice. Honest, I buy the community day passes because they're just a bit of fun. I've spent like maybe like cents. ten bucks on Pokemon Go. Hmm. There's a lot of happy Pikachu's though. Yeah. I don't think I have very many Poke coins, mostly because I don't play much, so I don't get my Pokemon into gyms. But yep. occasionally, if there's a gym in the middle of nowhere, and I'll put my Pokemon there's in a, there. There's a gym up here. There's uh, like two gyms up here, and after the show, I might have to add Pokemon in there because I need coins again. What thing was it under? They're both in Valor at the minute, which is good. Uh, oh, instinct. Wait, yeah, Valor. <laughs> <laughs> I always found it funny, though, at um, lunch times when you'd see there'd be obviously a lot of people at the gym mm-hmm. for it being like, okay, we need to win this gym. Raid. Go. Okay, they both only got five in, so I can just run out there. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, what's the limit? Is it five? Next break, no six. Oh, oh okay, cool. No, wait, no. You put one in. Race me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's too much effort. I don't know. Oh, there's an instant gym around as well. Might just roll that one instead. <laughs> let Sorry, put, Kate. Let me put my Pokemon in there first. Well, you're going to have to go to the library for that one. Oh, oh well. wait, the library... Oh, no, I just took that... <laughs> <laughs> I just took it for Valor. God damn it. I genuinely don't know where these ones are, but they've done an education. I have a guard shop now. That's 3,500 CP. I'm trying to get mine to yeah, just under 4,000. It's just I can't get Stardust on this game. It's like, for me, it's impossible. I you just, just keep catching Oh, things. I just found a shiny bundle be on air. There what we the go. <laughs> <laughs> This is what, what happens when you play games on there. A shiny bundle bee. You know what? Cute. I'm bringing mine out now. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's I, I was going thing. to go to a music break. Well, I mean, you still can. I mean, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. I and I'm going to go up, to the Now that toilet. they're caught up on Pokemon and are going to go to the, p- the gym. <laughs> I don't know. Joel can do that. A music break that is also a gym break. All righty.
drunk on fevered screams He's running from a shadow that has stalked him all his life It's the darkness that is lurking when you feel like you're dropping out of sight Radio Tune FM.
Student Howard Radio on Tune FM 106.9. Welcome back to UNE Gaming Society Radio. Cheesecake. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> so, David, how many shinies did you find during the break? <laughs> None, because I couldn't access my Pokemon Go. That's oh, disappointing. No good. Yeah. <laughs> Rude. Just because you guys get it. Well, I didn't even get the Swinub because I had too many Pokemon in my storage, so I had to go through removing as many as I could. 
that is incredibly saddening. It's the thing when you play for a long time, you end up with a lot of them, and there just isn't enough space. And you end up having an emotional attachment to like the most random Pokemon. Yeah, like, I've still got a Fero in my box, and I'm like, well, because what happens if one day I need a Fero? But I know full well he's useless. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I hoard everything, and that yeah. includes Pokemon. I have. I try and keep one of each evolution line. I try and keep one of every Pokemon, but then you realize that you only have 500 spaces in yeah. your PC, and that's just a stupid idea. It literally just hit me a few minutes ago how absolutely unsustainable that is going forward because there's just too many Pokemon. I think you just got to cut it down to just whatever you've got that's really strong or can get really strong. They should have made it infinite like the normal game PCs. Goodbye to like 90% of my decks. It's still not <laughs> infinite though. Yeah, the, the PC game. has... Oh, yeah. 30 boxes is the maximum. 30 still. boxes of 30 Pokemon each, which is well enough for a living decks in most games. Well... In all oh, games, it's comfortable yeah. for a living decks. Comfortable. My sword and shield living decks. I've got like eight boxes spare. Mm. Well, you know, sword and shield narrows it uh, narrows the number down a little bit. Oh, getting it on diamond would have been impressive, but you mm. know you can't do online anymore because they've yeah. shut it down. We've shut a lot of things down recently. Not yeah. that I can name any of them. Which is <laughs> no of. Fantastic insight there. Okay, look, look, look. I think I heard rumors of, like, PS3 servers being... Uh, no, the PS Store shutting down for PS3, PS Vita, and PSP. Oh. From what that I've been told. That's going to be sad if that happens. It makes me sad because I still want to buy things on my Vita. But the Vita was good. It was a cute little cute little thing. What do you mean was good? It is good. I still have it. It still works. It's all... It's all amazing. And how many games have they released for it recently? Uh, <laughs> not much. But I'll tell you what, though, one thing about it is kind of BS, that the storage on it is, like, very minimal, mm. and that to get more storage, you need to buy a specific Sony-made SD card just to have oh. more storage. Yeah, and uh, that's how's that cool. going as well, given that the Vita's been out of production probably since, like, 2010? Oh, well, it took me a bit of searching, but uh, I found uh, a bit of an off-brand one, if you will. Ah, I see. Mm. Yes, and it now has storage for a game that didn't have st that couldn't fit on it before, even though it should have. <laughs> it's always good seeing people play nostalgia games, but I kind of feel mm. bad for... Well, because there's a guy called Professor on YouTube, and he plays the Wii constantly. However, it seems every other video he's breaking a Wii remote oh, or no. a TV in anger. TVs are fine because you can just get a new one, no problem. Wii remotes, you're like, you have just killed off a population that isn't coming back. Mm. Minus one for the Wii remote. Oh, God. I think I I think I still have a light-up Wii remote somewhere, but I don't think it works anymore. The it other day, I found a, um, a compilation video of a bunch of different Wii games. You know how when you... You know how the starting menu, when yeah. you put the disc in yeah. and the picture comes up and it plays a little jingle? Yeah. And then you hit start to play the game? Yep. It was the starting jingles for a bunch of different games on the Wii. And that it was just nostal it was nostalgia quite throughout. It but was then, very good. Then there's me just going to the Wii shop <laughs> menu. Or just here in the Wii Plaza playing on repeat while you're picking up your Mies and deleting them or giving them massive noses. Oh, <laughs> nah. I remember that for the 3DS. Good fun. The 3DS was good. Made you walk around to meet people. 
<laughs> the 3DS had a thing on there where if it uh, took a picture of you, you could take you could have it take a picture of your face and it would make a me designed off your face from oh, the picture. I thought you were going with something else there. I love the no. QR code me's, but then there's also the thing where you're like, was it the face game that they came pre-installed with? Or you just aimed around the yeah, room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you were talking you were about. Yeah. That was fun. I always liked that. And I, th- I reckon if I fired up my 3DS and had a look through, there would probably be a bunch of random pictures of faces from people at birthday parties and things. Oh, like people who you see once or twice and then don't really see them anymore, but you played the face game with them because you were both bored at a party or whatever. I don't know about you, but I never took my 3DS to a party. (laughs) I didn't trust that. I didn't trust myself or anyone else. I think the 3DS still very late. I think like just towards the end of its cycle, I started Mm. playing 3DS because I wanted to play X, uh, X and Y. And obviously they were releasing Sun and Moon soon, so I was like, right, I want to play these. Actually, that's yeah. when I got my 3DS. When X and Y was announced, I thought, finally, you know what? I've had it. I'm going to get it. I think I had mine... My, I must have had mine early on, because I think it was the end of 2012 that I had my that, DS, that but I don't know. Was that when... Are you sure it wasn't just the was DS? Was that when X was out? No, no, end of 2012. No, that's, that's towards the start of the life cycle for that console. Mm. Man, I feel old now. However, the Nintendo <laughs> Wii obviously had Mar- uh, Super Mario Galaxy as like its big, 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 big game. Mm. Mario Kart Wii was good as well. Yeah, I just remember playing Animal Crossing a lot on the Wii because that was like, yeah, playing Animal Crossing on the Wii with um, both me and my mum having our own little save file on the island was nice. I was the Splatoon kid for the Wii, or at least the Wii U anyway. Yeah, that, mm. there's a difference between the Wii and the Wii U. One was good, one wasn't. How dare you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, one, no, no. one was essentially just the Nintendo Switch before the Nintendo Switch, but flopped. Yeah. The other much. one was a revolutionary console. Hey, man, I, I, I was happy with the Wii U. I got to play... Uh, I got to play my Splatoon, I got to play my Simpsons game, and I got to play my Ben 10. It's all good. David was happy. Yeah. Mm. That's all there is to it. It's all about the game, it's not about the console. Well, Mm. that's why I want to just find a PS2 and get the Simpsons hit and run. (laughs) Who doesn't want to play GTA but with Homer Simpson? (laughs) It was a good game. It was a very good game. They should remake it. They need to make it better. That needs to get remade. Along Mm. with the Shrek game. Oh, I also figured out that the PlayStation 3, I don't... You, you've been PlayStation. You've yeah, yeah, I'm a PlayStation kid, yeah. Did you ever play Buzz Quiz World? I think I We've did. We've spoken about I... Buzz Quiz on here a few times before, That's the one with, like, that rem- the remotes. The funny remotes, yeah. It's such a good game. Mm-hmm. I bought a PlayStation 3 just for it, and wow. then was like, you know, this was fun to play a few times, and my mom was like, why did you buy a PS3 and then I had to sell it? But if you, <laughs> if you ignore that little detail, I also figured out recently that Sega Superstars Tennis was on the PS3 as well, and now I'm kind of like, now I want to get a PS3 again. Because <laughs> I remember playing that on the DS, and that was amazing. I mean, you're going to have a rough time trying to find one. No, I'm not. PS3s will be fine. Nah. PS2, yeah, problem. PS3 will be fine. I want PS2 to come back. Give me my Sonic games from PS2. I mean, speaking of nostalgia... <laughs> yep, what is up? Have you had any other nostalgia trips recently? Nostalgia trips. Oh, boy. All right. 
Uh, give me like 10 seconds to think of something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain is not working right now. Hold on. Then, the problem is you're on the radio. You can't really do visual gags. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a visual gag. I'm trying to think. <laughs> he's, he's buffering. Uh, yeah, I'm buffering. That's the word. Um, he's taking longer to load than the GTA 5 loading screen. Yeah, that. Oh, no. no that's, that's horrible. Don't even mention that. <laughs> that stupid screen. Um, let me think. Nostalgia. Games. Think. Ben 10, I guess. I guess I could go back to that. Ben 10? They didn't really make a Ben 10 game for this. Well, I mean, they did, but, like, it's the whack Ben 10 that no one wants to talk about. <laughs> whack Ben 10. No one wants to talk about it, all right? But, like, the original the original Ben 10 games, they were solid. They were pretty solid. Transform. There's not Transform. Fight. Do puzzles. There's never been something that's relatively like that. Mm. Honestly, I'd be happy with a ripoff at this point of mm. something. But you know, yeah, with yeah, yeah, that's all I got. That's pretty much all I got. I don't, I, I don't got anything else nostalgic. That's okay. That's okay. To be honest, I haven't really been doing that much nostalgia stuff lately either. Mostly for me. It's just been playing Animal Crossing and actually starting to make my island look nice. Because up until now, I hadn't really had a whole lot of time to play and actually sit down and think, okay, how do I want to design this? But now I have the time. So now I'm sort of planning things out and learning how the, um, learning how the cliffs and water and paths mechanics work. Honestly, I wish I had that much patience to continue with Animal Crossing, but I just don't have... I just want to keep moving on and finishing games. Yeah, honestly, that's fair. Like, uh, let me think. What game was I playing the other day? What I, was it? I still have um, Persona 4 and Persona 5 Scramble to finish. Oh, so. Persona 4, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm playing through that at the moment, th- playing through Golden. Haven't finished that. But Henry Stickman, that's the one I've been playing. Yes, mm. I remember now. Henry yeah, that, Stickman. That follows into the thing of nostalgia yes, trip, I was, right? I was playing Henry Stickman, trying to 100% it. It is so hard because you got to click on everyone and the screens move so fast. It's a good story, though. It's and great. how's that going? You're 100%ing. I'm at 46.8%. Yep. Mm. 40-something, 8%. Oh, God, there's so much. It's a long way to go. Yeah, wow. but at least I'm not Markiplier, who didn't cl- right-click on everyone, and, you know. Oh, Markiplier, when will you ever learn? <laughs> <laughs> if you were there for Markiplier, it's great. Mm. When he played, it was, it was brilliant. Thinking of Markiplier makes me think of the Stanley Parable and makes me want to play it, but I can't play it for a little while yet because i got to get that sweet, sweet go-outside achievement. What? <laughs> <laughs> and how's that going? Uh, I'm four years in, I think. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> That's pretty close. <laughs> okay. I mean, in, so in relative... people who don't know, um, to get the go outside achievement in Stanley Parable, you have to not play the game for five years. So, I mean, you might as well continue. Yeah, though. exactly. I'm four years in. I might as well keep going. But, I mean, speaking of YouTubers and influencers, has anyone bought games based on, you know, them saying YouTubers play it at all? Uh, um. Honestly, no. I mean, it's fun watching them. Weak. No, no, look, look, let me give you an example, right? right. Uh, there's this YouTuber that I um, 
kind of used to watch for his Skyrim stuff. His name is ESO. And so he essentially got a game pre-release before like everyone else, and it was actually Metro Exodus. I actually saw the trailer myself, and I thought that might actually be pretty good to play. But like I was also kind of hesitant about it. So when I watched him play it, I was like, damn, I already experienced this. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could get the same experience again because yeah. of what I experienced while watching him do it. I think sometimes you, if you buy it with the expectation of kind of doing the same things and having that kind of community, like, and obviously you're not a streamer, so that doesn't happen. But, like, if you're just playing it for fun and, you know, you want to do your own thing, it sometimes does work watching those kind of almost advert or promotional play-along things. Yeah, I think... Games that I ended up downloading directly influenced by seeing them on YouTube. Um, I Bendy and the Ink Machine. I played. I played through that up until the point where my computer could no longer actually play it because I had a pretty bad computer at the time. But I think I got that after watching Markiplier or Jacksepticeye or some one of the big names. Someone one of the first big streamers to um play it and i ended up getting that back when it was still free on game jolt it hadn't even been put over to steam yet it's very early on and then i think maybe one shot i got after watching some youtube of it and then deciding actually no i want to experience this one for myself yeah i think it's it is interesting because i've watched a few kind of like Oh, there's a guy called Greystore plays who, admittedly, he's older, but you know he plays usually a lot of indie games, mm. and then kind of puts a twist on it to kind of just mock their core kind of gameplay components and why they're broken. Okay. But I mean, I bought a game called The Guild Three, which is like some medieval style game where you try and build up your dynasty, and there are different actions you can partake with your characters, which are legal and illegal, but over time you kind of build up your title and then you run for office and if you get into office you can just change the laws so you can make like pickpocketing people legal killing people legal and then just assert dominance from there and it's just you know it's something that i wanted to try so that's what i'm playing at the minute and it's a fun game Hmm, it's good it's good when you do see a game and you play it and it's as enjoyable as you want it to be Hmm. yeah well well, I'd say it's it's not like I don't like the games that I do see, uh, like YouTubers and streamers play. It's just once since seeing it, it's kind of like already experiencing it, so mm. kind of not, not not want to be there. I guess it depends yeah. how you experience it though. Like for obviously for a new Pokemon title, it's something I wouldn't watch. I'd just do it myself. Yeah. yeah. For Diamond and Pearl remake, I might be tempted to just play along while someone's streaming, just kind of the background noise. For something like. Obviously, with the Guild 3, there are so many paths you can take. The guy kind of took a rogue path and then ended up doing multiple things that, you know, to kind of make it so that he made pretty much every other business illegal so that he could just build his business through that. Obviously, that's something you could do for a bit of fun or you could play through it a different way. Mm. Well, that's kind of what I like because you have your own storyline to it rather than you're just following a storyline because you want to experience that exact same thing but without the audience, so it feels a bit almost shallow or empty. Hmm. Well, I'd like to say that I'd be happy to, like, if I'd already played a game, I'd be happy to watch someone else play it. Oh, That's the yes. Thing. That's how... Th- I think, um, yeah, a lot of the 
more story-based, path-based games that I've played in the past, I've probably gotten that time again of enjoyment out of them from watching people play them on YouTube and seeing the different reactions to plot twists and so on. And seeing if they take different options than you as well. Yeah, yeah, and seeing all those little things that you might not have found yourself. Like Detroit Become Human. Mm -hmm. I watched two other people play it, man. Was very shocked by their endings. Mm. Is it Disappointed. Does that one have a lot of endings? Um, there's a few. There's a few good ones and bad ones. Mm. I do like alternate ending games. Good old monster prom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want to talk about that? I'll let you take charge if you no, want. You, you take, you no, 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 no. No, you, no, you, can, you, can, you can do it. No, I like how you're kind of hiding away because, again, there's no <laughs> visual gags because it's... A radio show. Okay, look, if you can't tell, I'm hiding myself in the corner. He's on a wheelie chair and he zoomed over to the corner. Well, yeah. I feel like his voice probably would have gone notably more quiet on the recording, so... Well, I mean, that's something we've got to watch later and go, oh, yeah, well, I guess that kind of was a visual gag but <laughs> to do with the audio waves rather than the actual visuals. Yeah, so you can talk about it. I'm going to be over here. <laughs> All right, so while David's hiding, what's the problem is it's kind of a thing that you'd play while... You know, with your college mates, and it's kind of just a bit of a bit of a weird thing where you try and get a date for the prom. Okay. And there are many different endings you can get, and even if you try and play it the same way, it usually doesn't end up being that way because someone else couldn't screw with you. So it's kind of. Oh, it, so is it a, a multiplayer to, a kind of thing? It's the or... multiplayer element that's kind of the oh, interesting one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, welcome to games you'd play with friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, David, how was the corner? Uh, the corner was great. I loved the corner. It was very comfortable. <laughs> anyway, no, no, continue about Monster Prom. Or that's, if that's, you... that's all I needed to say. Oh, well, de okay then. Um, well, I mean, you brought up games with play with people. Um... Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Minecraft. you got to love it. I haven't played it in years, if I'm honest. But then I played with Joel and Matt for a bit, and I was like, hey... This is fun. I remembered why I like this. Yeah, it's something that you can always kind of go back to. What's mm. interesting is like seeing people go, what's the kind of recipe for some of these again? Like the only things I can really remember are to make are like tools and workbenches. Like, I forgot I, those as well. Every time I need a redstone repeater, I'm like, okay, what is the recipe? I don't actually know. There's a, there's a parody song about that. <laughs> it would probably help to be <laughs> honest because I just keep forgetting. Of course there is. There's so many Minecraft parody songs. Mm. Or if you go on the Xbox, you just kind of get it done for you. Yeah. There's kind of this there's this thing on the computer one of it now where it pops up a tab on the left-hand side. You can just kind of click it and it gives you the recipe or something. Oh, yeah, the, I, the, it's like the workbook or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's Back kind of I, helpful. It's helpful, definitely, because I don't remember how to add all the stuff together, but... It's definitely different. I haven't quite figured it out yet. I've I mean, only been playing a little bit, only been playing again a bit recently because I found the uh, Origins mod, which lets you basically have superpowers based on, I think there's like nine different mobs. Ooh. And um, so I'm playing as the Blazeborn, which uh, is intolerant to water. So if it touches water, it takes damage, but it can hang out in lava just fine. And I think it does more damage when on fire and is immune to all poison effects. So you're almost like a reverse person drowned? at that point. A reverse drowned? A reverse drowned. I didn't yeah. even know drowned was a thing until I played recently with Joel. 
Like, yeah. what is this? Um, that's a drowned. Oh, have, you haven't seen the, what are they called? The things that run across the lava. No, I have not seen those. It's hilarious to ride them. They're like called the striders. You can ride them? What? You can ride them. It's just hilarious. You, they like, you can go up a lava waterfall for you, but you've got to be very careful with that. Clearly, I'm too old for this. There's all. Yeah. There's been so much new stuff added since early days. When are the axolotls coming out? Did they already come out? I heard thought there were rumors about they already coming no, out. No, they confirmed. They did like a Minecraft quiz kind of what are you interested in thing where the main update was mountains and goats, deadlands and vultures, and like swamps and frogs. I think as like the three animals and mm-hmm. mountain goats won. Yeah. And then they want to obviously make caves a bit more engaging because they're all really flat at the minute. Like, you know what a cave is. You yeah. Just run yeah. Around they're doing the whole new things with caves. So they're putting in a whole new kind of like ecosystem almost for the caves and axolotls will be in there. Mm. And so now they're going to be like silverfish. Almost. But better because you don't have to mine cobblestone and they don't try and kill you. Yes. Because they have, they have phantoms in the game now, don't they? Those things that try and get you when you don't sleep? Oh, phantoms, yeah. Yeah. Are they much of a threat? They are if you haven't slept for three days. Mm-kay. They really are. Oh, good. So I does sleep that every make, day. So does that make uh, getting a bed in early game much more of a priority? It, it does, because the phantoms yeah. do do quite a bit of damage, and you get confused where they're attacking from. Obviously, later on in the game, you try and kill them, so you try and slept for three days just to say, hello. So I was smarter than Matt trying to build myself a bed. Yeah. In a house. Yep. Mm. Mm. Matt, are you listening? You were not smart. Yeah. A win. They're the kind of things you just forget about, but at the same time, you usually sleep anyway, so you don't really get too concerned. Yeah. What I do find upsetting, though, is the Xbox version of Minecraft for PC, which is on Xbox, but is Minecraft PC, has, like, a lot of DLC-related things, and some of them are, like, uh, skin packs. Mm-hmm. And like mods like Lucky Block, which if you have it on a PC is completely free. But if you want it on Xbox, you've got to pay the mine coins, which are like four or five hundred coins. Hmm. Paying for money for a mod on one console that's free on another definitely doesn't sound right. No. If you want to mod Minecraft, do it on PC. Yeah. It's so good. There's a lot of good mods out there. I always like the Pixel mod mod, but officially oh, it doesn't yes. exist. Oh, I like that one. Wait, that's a mod? I've been playing a game on my phone called that. Pixel mod. <laughs> well, I was anyway. Yeah. Old times. I have a feeling that Nintendo's chasing a lot of those IPs, though. Probably. Yeah. It's always a bit weird when you see those ads that are like, Pokemon, but just the serial numbers filed off, that kind of thing. Yeah, or literally a game that uses like you go on Facebook and you see an advert for a game, mm. and it's just like a really weird looking Charizard, and yeah. then you're like, okay, I want to see if this actually is what it looks like. Then you press the button to link to the actual tab, and it looks like the most weird collection of random animals drawn in. You're like, oh, okay, I don't know why they were using Pokemon as imagery, probably to, to click, but it's it's just funny seeing the comparison and going. This looks like a joke. Mm. It's like when you get those really low quality Pokemon toys from random shops and they're just kind of Oh, speaking of low quality Pokemon things. I mm. bought 
I bought fake Pokemon cards from the dollar store. They're always fun. Yeah. They're great. Why does my Pikachu have 1,000 attack? He's a god. Some of, some of the cards were upside down. Some of them were in a different language. And at least one of them were, like, just clearly fake art. Just, it was great. Mm. I don't want them anymore. I think so my favorite po- my favorite authentic Pokemon cards I've seen, the, like, the kind of lazy ones, and they took photos of, like, the fit Pokemon figures, and they put it in real backgrounds. Like, I remember in a Wishma that was, like, almost a little... I don't think wishmer. I've seen any of those actually. And they were just put. It's, I'll see if I can find one, but they were just weird. I was like, this doesn't look like a normal Pokemon card. Dude, I'm just happy to see if my favorite Pokemon is there. What's mm. that? Uh, my favorite Pokemon is a Gengar. Oh, that's Gengar's why I like good. Generation One because of Gengar. Mm. And then, but he's in every game anyway. Yeah, you would have like, like, liked it when he got his Mega then. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was great. Mm. I love it. I love his Mega, and I love his. Uh, Gigantamax as well. I don't care what people he say. He has a Gigantamax. Yeah, it's like he's he's literally a portal to like the underworld. I need to play more Shield. I need to play. I need to get in there and get all this. I've got all the DLC, but I just worked. haven't played it. Yeah, I just, <sighs> it's there. I should, but I just haven't. It's just another mech Pokemon game, but you know, it it wasn't a bad game. I enjoyed <laughs> the story. I think the problem was is, I think they were there isn't the. Open, like the open world area bit for the Legend of Arceus, I reckon. Mm, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they, they I'm looking forward... Mm. Despite myself, I'm looking forward to that. I know I shouldn't get my hopes up because every time I get my hopes up, they get smashed. But man, open yeah. world Pokemon game. It'll give fun. me that. It's got to be a Legend of Zelda style thing. If, mm. Like Breath oh, of Wild was su- really successful. That's what you mm. mean. I've, I've seen... Yeah. And if they, okay. if they do that successfully, like... Breath of Wild style, it's yeah. going to be awesome. It's in a like it's in Sinnoh before Sinnoh became like popularized. Yeah. Did uh, we get any Breath of the Wild two news? Because we, I I don't there. think that's what they'll be announcing. I think I read that they're going to be remaking older games. But Breath of the Wild two is pretty much off the cards at the minute. Ah uh, no, I want my two. I mean, I guess I would also like a remake of Majora's Mask or A Link Between Worlds. I need to play Zelda at some like point. Maybe. I've Arena never touched time. any of it. Maybe they will, or maybe they'll say, hey, Nintendo are releasing Mario Golf, so um, buy it. You can you can buy Mario Golf, Joel. You can do that. Fine, I will buy Mario Golf and then review it on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be playing it during the show. You, saying, what is this? You do I've, that. I've been literally just talking it up as a really rubbish idea for the last three times I've been on, just mentioning it kind of briefly and going, oh yeah, Mario Golf is going to happen. What a stupid idea. And yeah. You're going to love it, I can tell. So if it does ah. happen, you're gonna play it and you're gonna well, tell the thing, us the thing what is, you the game's think. coming out like next week or something. Oh, so it's happening end, for real. end of the month. Yeah, so he's definitely putting money down for it. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, but I feel like it's my duty to tell you that Mario Golf is a lot worse than I thought it would be. Well, definitely, since the, the amount of you know bad stuff you've been talking about Actually, it. Mario Tennis, good game. <laughs> I did sell it though because they do have a tendency of um, with Nintendo games, mm. the value actually remains quite high. So I was like, I will just sell off Mario Tennis and fund a different uh, game on the Nintendo. So why is Mario Tennis good, but Mario Golf is bad? Well, tennis is a better sport than golf. (laughs) But this isn't the show for discussing sports. He's just attacking sports (laughs) altogether. No, no. FIFA used to be a good game. (laughs) They used to. There's a little subtle EA bashing that we have to do. Yes. It's in the name. EA Sports. 
EA. We're going to tell you something slightly concerning about EA as normal. However, this time, EA have done nothing wrong, which is slightly annoying. Because back in the good old days of radio, when I could talk about them having server issues at their events and having to play rock, paper, scissors to decide a cash prize final of esports, or an employee selling FIFA cards for upwards of 2,000 euros. What have we got in the minute? The fact that all the streamers have gone away because FIFA 21's currently dead. The game's over. Pack up your teams and leave. I'll be honest, I'm surprised a lot of the sport games are alive. But I mean, there's obviously a difference between a realistic sports game like FIFA 21 and obviously we were diverging from the point of Mario Golf. But Mario Tennis... I think what what's good about tennis is like you can have the superpowers and it's still kind of an engage engaging multiplayer game you can play with friends, even at that point. And typically with Nintendo, you used to have the ability to motion control with the Wii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Switch and is you'd garbage. Sort of, yeah, the Switch is rubbish motion control. It just doesn't work. The batteries are garbage too. I've been lied to. I expected at least six hours, and at most, mine's got four. I don't mind the battery life. What I find annoying, though, is the fact that the console seems to prioritise keeping your remotes alive rather than the console. So you've got two perfectly fully charged remotes and a flat console. You're like, well, what, what is this doing for me right now? That sounds like an absolute nuisance. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah but yeah, obviously, with tennis, you've got the replayability. You've got the power-ups that you can do. You've got multiplayer. Has it... Uh, I'd assume you both played Wii Sports, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you played Wii Sports with friends, how often they say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to play golf and play it properly like it was intended to be played and not just doing stupid things like, I want to see how I can hit the putter all the way to the end. Uh, I was a... we. My friends and I were bowling and baseball guys. That doesn't sound like golf to me. Yeah, Not honestly, golf, no. Yeah, no. Did yeah, not there we play go. golf. Point proven, Mario Golf will be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we played golf occasionally, like, it was there. Yeah, but did you ever, like, take it seriously, or was it just like, okay, can no, you no, use no. this club? No, like, we you were could... serious. We were serious when we played it. We just didn't play it that much. The last time I played it, I was playing with a mate, and I was like, right, what we're going to do is we can only use the driver, which is, like, the thing that sends it 200 yards, whatever that is in normal measurement terms. I don't know, but, like... Fair. Just trying to putt with a driver is not a good idea. What do those words mean? I don't know. I don't play golf. I'm pretty sure you guys just got a lot border border of it a lot quicker than the rest of us because we were happy just playing, taking golf seriously in Wii Sports. Yeah, but like, what would you expect from Mario Golf? It would it probably won't be a very serious game. I mean, mm. I'd be happy to see Waluigi in it, just you know, putting away. Unless if it's like golf with friends, where it's more of a could be mini golf kind of style thing. But I have a feeling this is like genuine open golf, you know. Rory McIlroy thing. The thing you said about powers earlier just has me picturing Mario hitting the golf ball and it just flying off in a ball of flame. Yeah, that's, that, so that's, that's probably what's going to happen. They got that with Mario, <laughs> don't they? Hey, Mario game, what are we going to do? He gets firepower. Okay. Wee. Oh, there's Mario done. Half the course is now on fire. I mean, if the course stayed on fire, that'd be pretty interesting. I can just see like a power up being like Dr. Eggman hammering in like a nail in his golf ball. And then hitting it, running down the other end, and just holding up the magnet and just guiding it into the hole. Just cheating his way through. He probably won't even be on it now that I say that. <laughs> I just, you know, I was too ambitious for the 
Tokyo 2020 Mario and Sonic, which was rubbish, by the way. Mm. Well, like we said, you have to buy it now. <laughs> However, I, I just remembered this, and I don't know if you were playing on the Xbox at all in 2012 or the PlayStation. They did the London 2012 Olympic Games game. I don't know how global that got, but in Britain it was a big thing, and it was kind of like realistic, and it was fun, and you could play it with friends kind of thing. However, they've now done a 2020 Tokyo one, but I haven't called it Tokyo 2021. Still called Tokyo 2020. Mm. But it's like it's supposed to be like the real games, so like real licensing, you know, the real countries. You know, you're not going to be Sonic using your superpower speed boost. Disappointing. Already lost my interest. <laughs> However, what they're doing is it's not the authentic Olympic experience of last time where like timing and rhythm and everything was important. They put like power ups and things into it. Yeah. So you'll see like Usain Bolt just like fire speed Sonic style and stuff like that. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's appropriate for the Tokyo one anyway. It's, it, I think it's appropriate just for the sake of the fact that the audience don't want to have that immersive Olympic experience anymore. And they'd rather just play an unrealistic, weird, big headed model style thing. I think we would be if it was like, you know, Neuralink and we could actually put ourselves in that position. Oh, but then again, you could create yourself as an athlete and then beat real athletes properly. No, nah, no, nah, you got to build With, yourself up from the no, bottom. Because like, you, when you played the javelin, you pressed A at a consistent pace to get the speed of your guy right. And then you press down on the analog sticks and push them up at the same time to get the perfect thing, the perfect angle on your javelin throw. And it was so good when you were just throwing it like 200 meters. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is so unrealistic. But at the same time, I feel like it's more yes. authentic than like pressing the super power button and it just launches you out of the stadium and hitting the moon. Yes. But anyway, that's the game I won't be buying, even though I'll be calling it rubbish. Unlike Mario Golf, which I'll probably inevitably buy. Nah, yeah, you got to buy that. But actually, yeah, speaking of games, I, I just thought a pinged, a pinged in my brain. Video game movies. Video game movies. Are we saying, are they good, yes or no to them? Or I'm saying... Which one's good. your favourite? I'm or? saying two recent ones have been good, you know? Mortal Kombat. De- Detective... Oh, yeah, well, that one, yeah. Mortal Kombat, Detective Pikachu, and the Sonic movie is what, is what I'm saying. From video game to movie, they I, were good. I think half of the reason the Sonic one was so successful was because it's the first time in history that a film studio has actually listened to people. But also, the Sonic does look better. Yeah, but mm. you, you knew the... Everyone knew the first Sonic trailer and how, like, people were like, that ain't it, Chief. That is not what you want to be your Sonic character for the thing. And they listened, and they redesigned it. And the movie was a bit of a success, even if the evil guy was a bit weird. What do you mean? I think that was appropriate. That was an appropriate weird guy. Now, I think we should probably go for our music break, because I think we've been talking for a while. Good idea. (laughs) Okay, yeah, 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 let's do it. All good.
seems Remember how far you've come Uh-huh, uh-huh. I need time to chill with no bills to pay I 
queso Hurry please jump to my side Because I can't stop, won't stop queso Fridays Hello and welcome back to UNE Gaming Society Radio at Tune FM a very short segment now because uh, sadly the time has come to wrap the show up so any last thoughts on any gaming news or anything at all that you want to say that's gaming related would be helpful mm. nah I got nothing we'll just say the things yeah enjoy enjoy this week with more gaming obviously make sure to check out E3 mm-hmm. comment, on, our, comment on the Facebook post that we've got going for what you're most looking forward to hopefully some of this stuff does happen because we're all looking forward to seeing that yeah, so our Facebook is capital U-N-E, Gaming Society, and then you'll find that question up there. Please interact with. It's fun to have conversations on there. We will yeah. get replies going to pretty much well, pretty much every reply we have. Yeah, every so. comment yep. that's posted on that question, we will reply to. It might not be me, but, you know, we have a There'll be someone. It. Yes. But not David. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably not me. Uh, yeah. They won't, they won't let me do no, things. No, no, no. You can comment as yourself back on. Yeah, you could, well. even, you could you even. You could even. You can even comment. You yeah. can give us a suggestion. What are you looking forward to at E3? Uh, you know what? I suggest many things. <laughs> to wait for the comments. Um, other than that, make sure you check out Black Heart down on Beardy Street throughout the week. Many fun events going on. Earlier on in the show, David told you about pretty much the schedule for the week. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. ranted. So. We or could. you can go to their social media pages and check them out there as well. Yeah. 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 So thank you for joining, tuning in with us. Mm-hmm. This has been UNE Gaming Society. Good night. <laughs>